0: to Harmonious World. This week, I'm delighted to be joined by Sheila Simenez. Thank you for joining me, Sheila.
1: Thank you so much, Hilary. I'm really glad to be here.
0: So this album, Love Was Easy. Mm. Tell me when you wrote the songs and you recorded them in Brazil and Norway. So that's exciting.
1: Yes. I mean, this album has taken a long time in the making. We started actually in 2015. I went to uh, Brazil with one of my mates. Uh, He's a brilliant eight string guitarist and we started writing the songs together. We got in the studio in, in Niteroi which is right outside of the city of Rio de Janeiro but in the same region. Got in an amazing studio there uh, got to work with a brilliant percussionist, uh, Robertinho Silva, who has played with legends. And we, we just started recording there. And then those files kind of... I, I've been a little bit scared of my own music, you know. So they, they were left for a little bit. Uh, it's just got to simmer and, and grow before i found the right producer to finish the tracks with in the amazing bjorn oglavrash who you might know from secret garden and he works with a lot of wonderful names and he he has the right combination of being your biggest cheerleader and teacher at the same time so in him, I found like, okay, this is this is a safe haven for me to finish up these songs, and to um, to finish this album. It's it's something that's kind of followed me with my music and developing as a musician as well. It's just I've taken a long time, and sometimes taking the long way round gives you the most beautiful views. So actually we we finished the album in 2018 and didn't release it until last year November it's a really fresh album because of course we were affected by COVID um and that pushed the release a little bit until I decided to that it was time um I'm just really really happy to have it out now and to have I'll be getting such wonderful feedback and that's for, for a, a little songwriter who's doing most of the things herself, it's um, it's amazing to, to finally have
0: the music out there. Well, it's interesting because I I listened to the album when I first got it and went, oh, I like this. But it was just a kind of, yeah, I like it. And then when I went back through to try and work out which tracks that I want to put at the beginning and the end of the podcast... I honestly you should see my notes I've written one down and then I've crossed it out and gone to the next one and then I've crossed that one out and gone no back to the you know I they've all got something they're all very different aren't they they all show different aspects of your voice and of the musicians and it's a real variety.
1: Thank you well um, I'm a little bit of a musical sponge (laughs) so I one of the reasons why it's taken me such a long time to kind of finalize an album and, and come out as an uh, individual artist has been because i love everything and therefore i've played everything i've written everything it was a huge relief for me when i realized that i could actually write music for other artists because before that i would be writing reggae and pop and hip-hop and soul and jazz and so i had a reggae band a pop band a jazz band like it, i was going in all different directions before i realized oh I could actually be doing this for other artists. So that's also something that I've been doing for the last few years and giving music to to other artists instead of trying to do everything myself. And so this album is, is probably the, the the biggest kind of culmination of finding my voice within it all. But it does kind of, it still takes the hints and the vibes from these different directions and styles that I am inspired by.
0: Yeah. Yeah, it is a beautiful concoction, if you like, of different styles. (laughs) And I love that. So talk to me about the musicians that are on the album.
1: Oh, I have been able to pick my favourite bouquet of musicians. So both Norwegian and Brazilian musicians on this album. From Brazil, we have, as I mentioned earlier, Robertina Silva, and also Peter Mesquita, which is a longtime friend and collaborator of mine. Um, and from the Norwegian side, we have Frederick Salander on bass, we have Tuber Brotten on trumpet, we have Michael Block on saxophone, Perola uh, Cobbasa on the eight-string guitar, um, J.C. Borges on violin, there's actually so many people on this album, I, I'm sure to forget someone. Eric Ask on the piano keys, and also Bjorn Olavarsch on some of the, the keys and played on the, the analog synths, Trygve Hans Slicker on drums, oh, I am sure to forget someone. But um, you can also go to my website, sheilasimilis.com, there's a list of everyone there. There was a, a journalist actually who said this quite nicely. He gave me a compliment that I'm very proud of. He said that for um, well, Sheila as a musician, one of her biggest strengths is finding her power and music in in other musicians. Yes. So um, because of course, when in the songs also, I, I uh, the compositions of my music is uh, it's not very rigid. Like I have some. Um, some lines that i want them to do something so i compose some of the, the 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 brass lines for example or have like oh, here i want the bass to do this and but it's very free so i give a lot of space for my musicians to to flourish and to do to do their things and put their voice on thing and that's also why i, I really hand pick who i play with and I, i've i've taken a lot of time to find the right people to do this album with because they, they instinctively know what i i want i can just let them let them go like the pianist on this album for example he is amazing and he's absolutely best when he's completely unprepared he, <laughs> yeah he is such a lyrical wonderful magician um who just if you just put him in front of the piano have like a bit a little bit of chords. he can have a sheet or he can just be listening and he'll just, uh, you know, he's absolutely wonderful, and and that's the kind of
0: people you want to create music with. Yes, and that's that definitely comes across on this album that it, it that it it feels really collaborative, and that you have been very generous of allowing people to play their their interpretation in a way. Well, they've been really generous to allow me to have them on my album. It's really yeah. my honour. oh very good tell me about your lockdown how so obviously this album was all done so how did the Mm. how did the pandemic the lockdown hit you
1: well I made more babies
0: yeah (laughs) (laughs) I saw that on your Instagram yes uh I um well
1: it's it's uh in Norway, the lockdown has been a bit on and off, especially in my city, Kristiansand. We initially were pretty, well, everything closed down like in March, you know, everyone was super scared and we didn't know what was happening. I remember um, going for a walk with my my oldest daughter then in, in her stroller, taking her for a nap and, and just like the streets were empty. It was just like Really eerie because there was so much uncertainty at that point. We just were hearing these horror stories and we didn't know what was going to happen. And so things opened up a little bit, got shut down again, went for this for a while. Um, in the culture sector in Norway, a lot of people had to, you know, everything was cancelled. Um, for me, being a new mom and being pretty much in that child bubble it it was a different experience we everything got smaller you know we the the people that we chose to see and spend time with became more valuable we created our own little bubbles and we sought friends that were the closest and dearest to us um we I live in Kristiansand. In, uh, My family's from Bergen. They live in Bergen, Oslo. My husband is also, um, he's English, so his whole family was in England. We were pretty isolated here and we had to kind of make our closest friends our, our family and, you know, support each other through the, the challenges.
0: Yeah so that must have been wonderful for your parents and for um for his parents to then see the the new child. <laughs> yes almost oh
1: and it took some time too. It yeah. took some time before they were able to.
0: Yes. Yeah, I have several friends who became grandparents during lockdown and one of them in fact her daughter is in Australia and so she oh. still hasn't seen her grandchild which is terrible but yes, you know. Yeah. It's it's yeah.
1: Uh, it's it's been a time I think, especially for musicians and artists, we've seen examples of how music has been able to give people comfort and and help and be a little bit of a lifeline. At the same time, as our livelihoods as musicians has taken a pretty hard crash around the world. Um, but it's in any crisis any any sort of tribulation, big or small or small, like national, international, or if it's just something that happens to you and your family, music and art and poetry is, is the first thing that you go for. It's what we use in in funerals, in marking days and anniversaries of, of, of people passing and, and things happening. Um, the, the The role of the artist, as a speaker and and performer of emotion, of comforter, a healer, has been more visible during this period. I think a lot of musicians have had to really look at what they're doing and think about it in in a more profound way than we did earlier because it's been so... Looking for the the right the English words for it. Sorry, English is my second language. Uh, of course, um, uh, gravity of of what of who we are and what we can do, and find our place in in these situations.
0: Yes, absolutely, absolutely. Um, so what does the future hold? Mm. Well. Noah is
1: finally opening up again now. Hopefully, for the last, uh, for the the last time, we'll see what happens. We take it, you know, baby steps. So as of right now, we don't have any restrictions here. And I just got booked to uh, go to the Asaurus uh, for a songwriting um, in performance uh, residency. So I'm going to be finally getting out of my second baby bubble. <laughs> <laughs> it um writing music has been um, you know challenging when you have a baby on your arms so what's happened is that my phone has been filled up with voice, voice memos uh, so because I, I sing to her all the time um, referring to my second daughter she is now eight months old and uh, you know singing to her when we get ready in the morning sing to her when we try to get to sleep sing to her when we take a walk and those melodies you know sometimes something sticks and so i have my phone just bursting with ideas and i'm bursting to put them down on paper and to start recording and to to really start working on this um when she starts kindergarten i'm going to be stuck in the studio all day i hope
0: <laughs> very good very exciting look forward to the second album that's oh, going thank to be amazing you so much. i'm yeah. really looking forward to it yes and it will have a different aspect, won't it? Because it'll be post-pandemic, post-Two Babies, mm-hmm. you know, it'll be a very different you in that new album.
1: Yeah, I, I'm actually uh, trying to... Um, I have started on on uh, on this project but that will be the next album, and I will be collaborating even more broadly with musicians all over the world. Um with the album that, I, uh, that I've that released now, Love is Easy, I, I was there physically for most part. Like I went to Brazil, I recorded there, I went back and I, I brought uh, Peter Mesquita to Norway. He was in the studio with us at Christian Sand and we got to be there, everyone together. So now I will be working more remotely and, and it will be more a case of people recording in Brazil, in Paris, in London and sending everything back and forth and we'll be composing more of that global international collaboration which i love which fascinates me it has a lot of challenges but through the pandemic we have gotten used to collaborating in this way you don't necessarily have to travel to go and work with someone um and i as we hopefully are coming to the end of this pandemic now I still want to make this record as a kind of commemorating this this period and I hope to also gather the stories of how these musicians that I collaborate with have been impacted by the lockdowns and pandemics in there so I really wanted to also with the albums write more about the the stories behind it have more of a literary aspect to it as well where i can um contribute um on my on my website you can also see i've i've started with for this album writing the behind the song stories where i tell a little bit about the the background to each song and how it came about writing it and this is something that i hope to do more of in the future and to to share more of the songwriting process and stories because we, um, it just gives you a different way to also connect with and communicate with your listeners.
0: Yeah. Yeah, exactly. And I think the use of technology like that is really quite, you know, it's brilliant, isn't it?
1: Oh, oh, and don't get me started on VR and everything that we can do there. In the well, future. that's right.
0: Yeah. Ooh. Yeah. Fantastic. Well, thank you so much for your time, Sheena. I really appreciate it.
1: Thank you, Hilary. It was a pleasure. I got this habit and I can't seem to kick it It fills me up inside, my
0: hands are shaking I Thank you for listening I've to the latest episode hard of hard Harmonious World and I hope May you I enjoyed listening this. to my are conversation to with Sheila Simenez
1: Knees shaking, how can I make him feel this? And my heart
0: goes Oh baby this could be love At the start of this episode yeah, you baby, heard Here We Are And now we're listening to Could Be Love, and both are from the album Love Was Easy. Please do check out the online links in the show notes. And thanks again for listening to Harmonious World.
1: You should be mine, mine I might be foolish But I don't even care So let's do this You're gonna break my heart But I knew this I'll tell you it's fine, fine Oh baby this could be love Oh baby this could Constantly breaking my heart, but I believe could be love.
0: Thank you for listening to the latest episode of Harmonious World. My name is Hilary Seabrook and it's a great delight to bring this series of discussions with musicians and composers and writers and all sorts of people to you obviously there's no point in having a podcast if people aren't listening and I'm very grateful to my listeners for doing so thanks also to Joe English for composing and performing this new theme tune so wherever you get your podcast you can leave a review you can share this with your friends and family either as a link or on social media and that sort of thing I'd be really grateful for that don't forget that you can subscribe now there's a link wherever you get your podcasts so have a great week and please remember why i started this which is just to try and make the world a little more harmonious thanks for listening to harmonious world